1: This podcast is intended for a mature audience as it contains adult language and can get rather intimate. So grab a cocktail, find a safe place to listen, and make sure your kids aren't around. Hey, it's Garcelle Beauvais, and this is Going to Bed with Garcelle every episode me and my rotating mix of girlfriends some celebrities some not will be heating things up with provocative girl talk get ready no topic is too taboo and everything is grown and sexy i am so excited to be going to bed with raven simone tonight i've known raven for years we've had some crazy times together some i can talk about others well let's just say i had to sage myself afterwards she is a great girl. You know her from The Cosby Show, from Disney, from The View, Cheetah Girls. I mean, this girl has been working since she was five years old. And what I really love about Raven is that she knows who she is. She is taking control of her sexuality, she is unapologetic about who she is. So, that being said, let's go.
0: Honey, I'm gonna need a drink. Can y'all make me a drink? <laughs>
1: Raven, Simone, welcome to Going to Bed with Garcelle. I've been dying to talk to you.
0: I'm a fan and in love and all the above. Raven,
1: meet my girlfriend, Taz.
0: Hi, Taz. Hi,
1: how are you? What is your drink of choice today? Mine is a vodka and cranberry. Taz, what's yours? I'm doing a vodka tonic. We're
0: drinking gin today, honey.
1: Yes, gin, bring it. <laughs> Is that your drink of choice always or?
0: I have been a gin. I've been gin on gin for the last two years. I will say really? that. I was in my browns for a while. I moved to gin. I found some amazing gin in really? uh, Canada.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So I am so happy to talk to you because not only, you know, obviously you're a huge star, your, uh, your music I've been listening to is really great. And it feels like it's so fresh for you.
0: Thank you. I appreciate you for listening. Of course. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm excited, actually. Brian, the person who just brought me my drink, he's uh-huh. a part of Black Castle, and they work on the project with me.
1: Oh, uh, it feels like it's a rebirth of you. Not that you needed to, but it feels like it's a another reinvention of you.
0: I did need to rebirth myself, actually. So we're gonna pass through all the sad part, and we're gonna say, yes. "I burned her." Okay. And she's awakening. Ah. Uh. And that's what
1: this is. I believe in all that stuff. I believe in rebirth and reinvention. And I think that's part of longevity for us in the industry. But I think for people in general, sometimes you got to shake it up. Sometimes you got to burn some shit. (laughs) Sometimes you got to come out of it in a different light. Like, I feel like in life, we're all wearing masks. So I feel like growing up, my mask was always to please everybody else. And now I want to please Garcelle first.
0: That's what I'm learning to do. That's what I'm
1: learning. And I think also for us, for women, there's a lot of pressure on us. We have to look right. We have to be a certain size. We got to do this and that. And then you can have like grown men who are overweight that nobody seems to care how they look. And yet we got to fit into this box. I remember uh, this company sent me clothes and all the clothes were size two. And I'm like, I'm a grown ass woman. I don't want to be a size two. Grown or young. Grown or young, like grown or or young, young. exactly. Exactly. So, for you, what are the things that you feel like you felt the pressures of?
0: I mean, I'm I can relate with you in all of those aspects. My whole entire middle school, high school years, I wasn't the skinny size that was marketable. And then, my little chip on the shoulder is here I am 32. I mean, 30. Goodness gracious, I am not 32. Um, 34. (laughs) And, uh, just seeing the world catch up to body loving, you know? And I'm like, I've been here. Y'all are late. Thanks for making me feel like shit for my whole entire childhood. (laughs) And now everyone's praising it, but I love it. Welcome to the party, but I've been here.
1: Um, Speaking of parties, raven Simone, I went to your 30th birthday party. Oh my God. Uh, I was your plus one. I forgot. Taz was my plus one. I left that party. I was doing the sign of the cross. I was saging. I saw all kinds of things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Girl,
0: you yes. know how to party. <laughs> I know how to have some fun. Yes, you do. And, and that's I- what I was. I don't know what happened. I think Corona was like, stop hiding. <laughs> <laughs> like, now's the time to stop hiding because people don't know. Because when I used to go out a lot, there was no social media, there was nothing. So it's like the only thing yes. you see out there is the stuff I let you see out there.
1: Right. But exactly. I did it in
0: Oh my God, girl. <laughs> I came home and
1: I was like, where's my sage? <laughs> <laughs> we did um, A Girl Like Grace together, a movie where. Your character played a character that I'd never seen you play before. You were a bitch. <laughs> you were a kind of roundaway girl. Um, and your character was also lesbian. sort of a bully, a lesbian
0: and a bully. Were you afraid for that character? I, I wasn't scared for... I was scared. <laughs> I was scared. Okay,
1: the gin is setting in.
0: I was scared for my mom to see it. Were I was you? scared for my mom to see me kiss a girl on screen. Yeah, and how was that? That was um a lot of mixed emotions that I'm still ironing out. Uh okay. nothing wrong with it. It's just <laughs> Yeah, no, I get it. When I watch it, mm-hmm. I see the clip where I'm shaking yes! this, and it's like oh. my legs spread open. I'm like, oh my god.
1: That's so I love that scene. <laughs>
0: That's all you'll ever see of my body.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that scene. But you know what? Going going back to your mom and ironing out situations, I remember growing up where my family would whisper if somebody was gay. And I always thought, why are we whispering? Because I didn't realize that if you say somebody is gay or a lesbian, that it was a shame. So I didn't get it. I mean, I left home when I was 17 and moved to New York, so... Life, I became free early, you know, but I remember when I, you know, I was home or visiting and they'd go, so-and-so is a lesbian. And I'd go, why are we whispering that? So I can only imagine for you as a young girl finding yourself. I remember the first time, like, I don't even know how I knew to masturbate. I, I think I used a pillow and I was really young and I don't even know how I learned
0: that. Um, and then I did use herself. a teddy bear.
1: My bad. I did use a teddy bear, too. Ooh.
0: <laughs> I remember I had a book my mom bought me uh-huh. about sex and masturbation. Uh-huh. And I read it and I was like, I like that look instead of that look. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> she took it away from me because she would find it just in my bed. Oh, damn. Oh <laughs> damn! go to sleep with it. <laughs> you got to hide the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> I learned later.
1: That's hilarious. Right. So were you free like that? Did you feel like... No, I wasn't free. Like we didn't talk about sex. We didn't talk about sex. The first time I came home from... I was went to New York when I was 17. I came home to visit and my mom found... Um, she found birth control pills. And she said, oh, so you're having contact? As if we were like, <laughs> you know, E.T. <laughs> <And> we're <laughs> Right? So we never talked about sex. We never talked about menstrual, you know?
0: So, oh, yeah, I had you know. I had moments there. You know, I, I I definitely didn't talk about it that much. I talked about it with friends a lot. Um, there's moments where my parents caught me, and I'm just like blatantly lying in their face, which I don't know if I'm ready to give them that satisfaction yet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they deserve that win yet. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! You know, you got to keep some stuff to yourself. However, that's right. Um, you know. Losing my virginity to a guy at that time was massive because I knew it was going to change my world. I -hmm. knew that it was something that's like, okay, it's either him or never again. And it took me a long time to transition into who I really am because of the whispering, because of the, you know, you're going to lose your career or this or that from all kinds of things. From people in the industry, people around you, friends, the South, Right. So, yeah, it was a it was a journey to live in that and something that I knew not to talk about personal things because of the way that I was growing up in the industry. You just didn't do that that much. You know, It was called the Inquirer. It wasn't called Instagram back then. It's still a journey for me. And it's a rest of development. I can't help it. But at least you're going through it with me, you know.
1: Absolutely. And I think that's the power in it, the power that you have now sort of you're who you are. And you're also letting other young people who are following you to, you to be who they are.
0: It's hard, though. I remember my mom used to be like, he's so sexy. And I'm like, but she's sexy, too. Why don't you say that? Like, why am I the only wow. one thinking that she's sexy, too? But you're, all, you're only talking about him like, is something wrong with me? But it's yeah. those internal conversations that you have when you're younger that we're not taught to listen to correctly. And it gets us a little bit fuzzy when we get older.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Do you remember your first crush? A girl?
0: Yeah, I do. You do?
1: Um, Did you ask her out?
0: <laughs> no. I didn't <laughs> ask a girl out until I was 18 years old. Wow, really? And I didn't even ask her out. I went up to her and I was like, you seem like a free spirit. <laughs> I was like, what kind of pickle? You suck. You suck. <laughs> um, No, but the first girl I had a crush on... I love it. ...was... Uh, she knows who she is. She called me later. She was like, I think you ruined my life. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm No you way.
0: <laughs> That's hysterical. Um, but I kissed
1: her in the forest. It was great. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's so the double standard of women kissing, which is a beautiful, sensual, sexual thing. And then it's like, for men, it's so different. You know, I mean, I feel like there's nothing wrong with two girls making out. I've done it. I've done it when I was modeling. I've done it, you know, after I was modeling. I think there's something beautiful about two, women, you know, female bodies together.
0: I think it's beautiful, two bodies in general together. I love watching males make out on television in person because that means we are progressing forward. It's, 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 It's being normalized and it should be because this is yeah. my life and I deserve it just as much as anyone else. Uh, oh, and man. you know, they're they're doing it. I, I love seeing love. I love seeing affection. And even when I was in straight world, I did not show affection in public.
1: Really? Taz doesn't like PDA. I don't like PDA. You know, but I will hold hands, I will do but the, the kissing or the rubbing and the touching yeah. Okay, I disagree with both of you. I like it outside <laughs> and inside. <laughs> why are you
0: down are you down
1: (laughs) I am so down I I just feel like if I'm into somebody and I'm with them I want to kiss you at Starbucks I want to kiss you at the gas station I mean if the feeling's right why not why not why not why not it might inspire somebody to go kiss their person why not right um one thing I've I know about you is that you don't like labels and I think that is so great (laughs) we need to stop (laughs) labeling people even though when I had my twins, I took this twins baby class so I'd learn stuff. And I remember this, the, the woman who was running the class, she was like, don't let anybody label your kids. Like, don't let somebody go, oh, he's the smart one or he's the funny one. It's like, he's being funny right now. He's not oh, you know what I mean? She's, and I thought that was really interesting, not letting people label you. One
0: of the many reasons, I don't Mm -hmm. like labeling, is because these words are old. Mm. There's so much pain, joy, pain, joy, pain, joy, connected to it. And my journey is different, as is yours, as is yours. So if I'm labeled something, it might not coincide with my true journey. Right. And that's not fair for you to judge me before you get to know me. Get out of my face. Cheers to that.
1: I want to know because I've never really asked a friend of mine who's a lesbian, what turns you on? Like, are you is, butt girl, boob girl, juicy lip girl?
0: What do you like? Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> she said, yes. All of the above. All the above. <laughs> All the above. I like, and I'm, and this is weird, I like people shorter than me. That's just weird. Really? I know, I have tall people issues cuz I'm short, so I'm like, I'm the tall one in the family. I'm not. That. <laughs> that's just me. okay. That's why. <laughs>
1: okay. Like, Hilarious. a little bit short.
0: I mean, I'll do a little bit taller, but then I feel like I'm not in charge anymore. Like I kind of feel like Yeah, yes, daddy. Um so then, I mean, that's a different journey. Sometimes I've had that. That's a home. different journey. Be mad at it. That's okay. Um <laughs> I really like an ambitious female. Mhm. I like someone who doesn't ask for anything monetarily or anything at all. I feel like they have to be um, centered with oneself and I just add to their happiness. I'm not their only happiness. I like someone that has conversations and spirituality throughout. That makes me happy. And yeah, you have to have nice teeth.
1: (laughs) I think I might be the girl for you, Raven. I'm a little older, though. You didn't say, you said, well, I'm not shorter. Damn it. I don't care about age. You just got to be a little bit shorter. (laughs) It's okay. I'll wear heels
0: for you. I'll wear heels
1: for you. Oh my God. Um, Taz, what about you? Um, What do you like? You know, I might sound a little superficial, but I'm going to keep it real. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I love a stylish man, you know, mm-hmm. like that's the first thing I'm going to see. And I start at the shoes and I kind of work my way up. And if he has a great <laughs> smile, even better. All right. Is he going to fuck you with the shoes on? Why do you care about his shoes? Yes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It's a good pair. Come on, come on, uh, don't don't you've never put on heels <laughs> for someone, okay? <laughs> All right, whatever, busted. All right,
0: whatever.
1: (laughs) This is my favorite part of the show, where everyone will highlight a person or a cause that struck a chord with them this week. I call it "Who Do You Want to Go to Bed With." So, for me, this week, I want to go to bed with Chrissy Teigen. You know, she's boss girl. She has her family. She's really fun, and she just brings a lot of light and joy to everybody's, you know, life with her Instagrams and her stories. So, I want to go to bed with Chrissy Teigen.
0: I like that. That's a nice Thank one. You. Thank
1: you. Who do you and want to go cute. to bed
0: with? And she's cute. Mine? Can I have a threesome? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want Erica Badu and Jill Scott.
1: <gasps> yep.
0: Jill Scott. She's giving me like fantastic boss, Queen Latifah boss vibes, television, music, mm-hmm. production, like yes, queen up here at the top just and then you have Erica Baidu over here, my spirit animal. And I'm just like slowly rocking on a chair and making sure my spots hit, like so happy. And <laughs> she brings me <laughs> utter joy.
1: So, Raven, before I let you go, where can uh, our fans follow you and see you more?
0: Okay, so first you should go to Instagram at Raven RavenSimone, and that's where you can get all the updates for uh, music. Mostly right now in my personal life, and then uh, check out Disney Channel for Raven's Home. We just had a huge marathon for the end of third season, fourth season coming out soon. Rona. you're not gonna stop us, Corona. Wow. So, uh, okay. okay. We have stopped filming. We have stopped filming, but you're not gonna stop me from airing. Okay, yeah. that one. And um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much. It. And check out Black Castle as well. That's um, it's super important.
1: Great. I adore you. Keep shining. Keep I being your you. authentic self. Thanks. I adore you. Subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss this grown and sexy conversation. The after party continues on my Instagram at Garcelle or on Twitter at Garcelle B. So make sure to follow me. Go into Bed with Garcelle is an Orion podcast produced by Orion Television, Radio Point and Beauvais Wilson Productions, distributed by Podcast Nation, concept by Garcelle Beauvais and Lisa L. Wilson. Hosted by Garcelle Beauvais, executive producers Barry Posnick, Garcelle Beauvais, Lisa L. Wilson, Alex Bach, Richard Corson, and Daniel Powell. Co-executive producers Fallon Jethro and Cindy Levinson. Associate producer Lene Sanders. Music is from Extreme Music. This show was edited and mixed by Radio Point.